It's it's started. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Geek Remix Podcast. My name is Stacy, and I'm Mari. Uh, so we just did our Games of the Year podcast last week, so now we're hopefully back to a more regular schedule. Uh, thinking that we might record these on Sundays and release them on Sunday and Monday, depending on whether you're listening through SoundCloud or like podcast apps or YouTube. Um, so in terms of news this week, uh, I think that something that was pretty big, it won't affect us, but it will affect a lot of smaller creators is YouTube's new monetization rules. Did you hear about this? Yeah. Um, so I, people are going to be like, I don't know if smaller creators are going to be mad at me for saying this, but if you're under... A thousand subscribers and having less than four thousand views in the last six months. No, that's not what it is. Oh, how much is it? Four thousand watch hours per year. Four thousand watch hours per year. Sorry, my bad. Um, I would say that the amount of money you're missing out on is negligible. (laughs) It's not going to be a lot. I feel like the thing is, is for people. Like, I totally understand that because uh, what a lot of people were saying was that, like, honestly, like, those creators are probably better served by something like Patreon. Mm -hmm. Like, they can probably make more money that way. Um, I think that the the crux of it, though, is more that it's kind of just insulting. Mm -hmm. That, like, because if somebody is, say, like, an animator or something and they make, like, a minute or two minute videos, that's a lot of views to make up 4,000 hours of watch time. I know? think, um, so they have a year to build that up, but isn't it either or? It doesn't have to be both? No, it's both. Ah, okay. Yeah. So. To be fair, all right, so don't, I'm going to get yelled at, whatever. Um, animators have an easier time getting... Never mind. I don't feel like doing it. <laughs> Moving on. I don't feel like it. <laughs> well, I I don't know that, like, I don't know. I mean, it's like I understand why they did it because they're trying to cut down on channels. Well, that don't you understand that the white male top YouTubers keep saying the N-word, so therefore all the smaller creators need to be punished? Obviously. See that's, see, that's the thing. Is that, that's like, what pisses me off. It's not yeah. the rule itself. It's just that, oh, um, lo- uh, fucking Logan Paul or whatever, he decided that he wants to say the N-word, and then his brother, the other Paul, decided that he wanted to show dead bodies on Logan the internet. Paul was the one that showed a dead body. Jake Paul was the one that said the N-word. Multiple times in a rap yeah. battle. Yeah. Um, and then they both decided, made the choice, made the active choice to be actively racist, and I'm tired of people defending it. They chose. Nobody just says the N-word, okay? Nobody just does that. And they both made those choices, and so did PewDiePie, and I'm just tired of people defending these really big YouTubers who consistently use other people's ethnicities as insults and jokes and then the rest of YouTube and smaller creators get hurt. 
I'm yeah. really sick of it. I'm tired of people defending PewDiePie being like, he didn't know. And I was like, this is the 17th time he's done this. And you know what? He is responsible for these adpocalypses. Logan Paul and his bullshit is responsible for this adpocalypse. It's an actual thing. And the more people excuse it, the more people go, oh, well, he didn't mean to. Like, okay. Well, guess what? Stacy and I are getting fucked over and over again because other people can't stop being racist. Yeah, I mean, it sucks because, like, on the one hand, like, I understand why YouTube makes these quote-unquote, like, adpocalypse rules because, like, they're not, their job is not to look out for creators. Their job is to get ad money, which means capitulating to companies, not creators you know i'm not i'm not yelling about youtube no, no, no. i'm yelling about the community no, no, no. that actively defends these guys who are making the choice to not care about other people and making the choice to use other people's ethnicities and ways of life as a joke in order to make money and not care about the consequences. And even when the consequences do roll out, they want other people to feel sorry for them instead of feeling sorry for the consequences that they caused other smaller creators to suffer because they chose to be racist that day. Yeah, like, so... With this, with this, like, new rule, like, it's not going to affect us, but, like, I really feel bad for, like, smaller channels that are going to get caught in this because, like, even if, I feel like people underestimate the value of, like, oh, hey, like, even though you're making, you know, $100 a year from YouTube, like, that's still, like, money that you're able to make from your channel. And it, it there's there's value there, even though the money value isn't like as much as it could be, you know, like, and by cutting smaller creators out of the community, like these are people. It, it's not just like this applies to new channels. This applies to people who like already were making money, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really easy for a bigger creator to sit there and say like oh, well, it doesn't matter because it's only, like, $60 or it's only $100 or whatever. But, like, if you're, like, scraping by to, like, make whatever money you can, however you can, like, that person, those people might already be on Patreon. That money might, you know, be really important to them. And... But, Stacey, how's Logan Paul going to keep the Logan Paul or lifers to feel sorry for him? Where's Logan, that answer? The Logang. Oh, the low gang. Yeah. Wait, Stacy. He said he was sorry and then ended it with a hashtag. Isn't that fine? I thought everything his, was fine. His video apology was a little bit better than that. I didn't watch it. I did. Fucking watch. Okay, listen. If he cried during it, I want to let everyone know he also cried when he was faking having color blindness. He faked having a disability for views. So I don't give a shit. No, no. I'm, I'm not saying that anybody should give a shit. I, I'm so sad that I chose to be disrespectful and racist. And then I'm really sad that my brother also made the decision to say the N-word in front of people. I'm so what sad. Me, what made me laugh the most was when he was like, he was like, like, guys, like, you know, I've never made a mistake like this before. Yes. And I was like... Maybe you just Ex haven't been listening. Wait a second. 
So he's saying that faking a disability and then crying on camera while pretending to have a disability wasn't a mistake? That's not a mistake? That's fine to do? It's nuts. So. I didn't, I didn't, this anger just started coming out of me. Looking yeah. at his stupid, dumb face. Why is I, he famous? No the reason. Thing, the, the, the troublesome thing is that, like, you know, where do we, like, with YouTube, you know, the, when they introduce a rule like this, like, this rule, to me, doesn't really seem to punish, like, what they're trying to accomplish, you know? Like, uh, well, I think what they're trying to do is cut down the number of, like, channels that can be monetized and in doing so make it easier for them to, like, monitor content. Uh, so I'm looking at a BuzzFeed article that says, Jake Paul is a terrifying genius and we should all be scared. What? No, this isn't, this has to be satire. Probably. No, I was like, I was like, no, BuzzFeed, you've gone too far. And none of his N-word stuff is on the first page of his Google results, which is kind of annoying. Oh, wait, he was fired from Disney, but that was for something else. Are you t So Logan Paul and Jake Paul are different people? I think Logan so. Paul, Logan, uh, who was fired? Disney? Yeah, Jake Paul was on a, on a Disney show. No, he was on a Nickelodeon. I don't know. He was on a kid's show. And he, remember when he was, like, setting fire to, like, his his pool and, like, just being a nuisance? No, I honestly, like, I did not know pretty much anything about them until this whole thing started. Oh, so Jake Paul was, well, I think H3HD did a video about him. He set fire to his pool with a mattress in it. He's, like, in this really nice L.A. neighborhood. And he was being, like, way worse than... I think Justin Bieber, because at least Justin Bieber, like, bought a house that was, like, far away from other people. <laughs> I'm serious, and Jake yeah. Paul lives in this, like, nice area with, like, million-dollar houses, but they're all really close together because it's the middle of L.A. Well, because it's L.A. <laughs> yeah. Their houses are, like, all on top of each other. Yeah, and so he has, like, five houses, I mean, five cars, like, in the driveway. He told his fans where he lived. Because so now, which is Why? I because because he wants them to come over so he can make videos. So he has his weird, not his weird, my bad. His young fifteen-year-old fans knowing where he lives, camping out in front of his house and all this stuff. And oh so the God. news came and said like, uh, like your neighbors are like really annoyed. Can you like stop? And then you know what he did? He took his camera, and did an old meme and pointed the camera at the news reporter's shoes and said, what are those? And then all of his friends ran away screaming with the camera because they were vlogging. Wow. That's Jake Paul. Cool. And then he dropped the N-word three times in a rap battle. I don't know who was in the rap battle or why and who <laughs> said, yes, Jake Paul, join the rap battle and you're going to say the N-word. It's fine. See, this is, like, this is the thing about, like, the... Don't they have a publicist or a manager or anything? But that's the thing about, like, this whole, the whole, like, vlogging fame thing. Like, this is, I don't think any of this will convince their, like, heart, their, like, fans to stop watching them. Well, you know Stacey, I mean? don't you understand that PewDiePie, Jake Paul, and Logan Paul are victims in this world? They're very... I'm rich saying, like, they're I very don't... rich white men and they're victims 
They chose to say racist things, and now everyone's being mean to them. There's just no stop. Like, I don't understand when the bullying will stop. Um, a, new tomb, a new Tomb Raider trailer dropped, which I'm, like, I'm, like, nervously anticipating because I'm, like, oh, I'm, like, excited, uh, but I also don't want to get too excited because it's a video game movie. Prediction. And... She, no, wait. Actually, you're not allowed to have female protagonists have uh, male love interests. So you're safe, Stacey. At most, so... well, she'll be a lesbian. It was it was kind of cool though because it had a it it has like this kind of like creepy cover of Survivor by Destiny's Child. I'm a survivor. Not quite like that, <laughs> oh, but okay. yeah. I don't know. It was cool. I know it's probably gonna be really good, and but like just walk in expecting Resident Evil and then walk out being See, that's the happy. thing is, like, I feel like my expectations for a movie like that, like, I don't go in there expecting it to be, like, an Oscar winner. I go in there expecting to be entertained. You know what I mean? Have I you know... watched the other Tomb Raiders with Angelina Jolie? Yeah, they're awful. I love them. But, but like, I haven't I seen them in a long time. But, like, I don't, but, like, I love the Resident Evil movies because they're, like, goofy, campy, like, you know... Also, they're they're older at this point, so it's easier to watch them and just kind of, like, get a giggle out of, like, the special effects and stuff. But, like, why you would watch... Why you would go into a movie like that expecting there to be, like, fantastic acting? I don't know. Yeah. I think they did a good job casting her. I wonder if she's going to be um, a good actress. I mean, she, she... Didn't she win an Academy Award? Sorry if you hear, like, a lot of shuffling in the background. AJ, the, the dog, my dog, is, like, really... AJ's the person that lives in Mari's house. AJ, my son. <laughs> AJ <laughs> is a dog. Stop thinking he is my child or my boyfriend. It's weird. I don't know... Oh, he's your boyfriend. I don't know what people are what? hearing. <laughs> I don't know what people are thinking where I'm like... Oh, EJ, rolling around on the ground again. They're like, she has a weird boyfriend. Like, what? Or, like, how did they reconcile the fact that we're always talking about how we're recording and AJ is sitting in my lap? Because he's, I don't know. But if you're hearing a dog or, like, going, like, that's AJ. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're hearing a fan in the background, I have to figure out a way to silence that. Because I had to get rid of my cooling system and replace it with an air system, even though it's louder. So, my bad. But um, AJ's like, every time I stop petting him, he starts gurgling at me. So, if you're hearing that, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, so, but hot on the heels, kind of, of this whole, like, YouTube shaking up the rules thing. Uh Twitch has been making some, I think, is trying to kind of, like, move in on YouTube's territory because they're offering new tools for, um, like, pre-recorded videos and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to try and upload some videos on there, see how they do. And uh, uh, they're also going after content creators like Jacksepticeye, Markiplier, and a couple others to make, like, unique content for Twitch. Markiplier, you know, he's a safe bet. 
I don't think I've ever heard anything where he's like, they're like, Did, have you heard Markiplier uh, did a thing? No, oh no, oh no, what is it? No, don't, don't say that anymore because every time we say that, something horrible happens. Like, I cannot believe that from the time that we recorded that podcast to the time that we posted it, stuff came out about Quantic Dream. God damn it! <laughs> I was laughing so hard. When I saw that article come out, I was like, oh, fuck. Great. And there were people that mentioned it, like, in the comments section. They were like, um, you guys were, like, saying nice things about David Cage when his workplace is hostile. And I was like, yeah, that's what happens when you, like, take literally five minutes between recording something and uploading it. The shit hits the fan. No, the world, the, the universe, <sighs> on one side, I'm happy that, like, this avalanche of accusations is happening because it's making more and more people feel safe to talk about what happened and like people are being accepting on the other hand um people can you not like people who are complaining but the sexual assaulters um stop stop being racist and sexually assaulting people please yeah. like i feel so stressed out just talking to friends i made before we even have had more YouTube subscribers like when I'm talking to Eric the person who made earth tongue and stuff yeah I'll be like <laughs> dirty joke and then I go Eric you know if you don't ever feel uncomfortable with my jokes please let me know he's like it's fine and I'm like okay I'm just letting you know just at any time tell me if you're at any time you're you're yeah. uncomfortable or whatever and then he's just like just just keep making well, shut up and just do it like mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm always terrified. Or if I'm like with another human being, I'm like, is this okay that I'm touching you? Even though you invited me here, but that's not consent. Just letting you know. Is that a verbal yeah. yes? Is that a yes? You have to say it. <laughs> and I think that there's going to be a lot, it's just going to get a lot worse before it gets better, you know? And... I, I mean, like, the only thing, like, one of the things that I hope for out of all of this is not, not necessarily, like, I mean, like, yeah, like, if people are really awful, like, you want to see them, like, get out of their industry, but, like, I also really want to see people that maybe aren't, like, huge dirtbags, but are kind of, like, they re-examine their own behavior, and they're like, oh, here's how I, like, normal people, like, here's how I can be better, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, normal people sometimes they'll just go like, oh, like, we're just goofing around, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then, like, I get it. Like, a lot of times, you know, people do feel like they're goofing around, and sometimes the other person doesn't say anything because they're uncomfortable and they just don't want to start drama yeah, or yeah. whatever. But then, you know, if you're a normal person and you see this and you go, oh, maybe, like, what I say is, like... And by normal, we mean somebody that's not, like, a rapist or, like, sexually assaulting people, but maybe makes, like, shitty jokes sometimes. And, and then, hopefully, shitty jokers out there, you know, shitty jokes are for intimate relationships only. Like, your best friend or something. Not yeah. the workplace, okay? Yeah. Workplace, too far. Unless it's <laughs> your best friend at the workplace. What I'm saying is, don't do it. But, you know, all the weird rapist people, I mean, they're still going to be disgusting. That's like, that's like one of the things where people are like, oh, it's like I can't say anything anymore. And it's like, no, like, you still can. Like, if you want to make, like, really, like, offensive jokes, like, 
go ahead, but tell them to your friends, you know, like your friends that like you have an established relationship that know you don't say it to like your female coworker or like your coworker of whatever. Yeah. Because you know, know dudes can feel gross too, you know? Exactly. Don't say it to your coworker who's like just trying to like get their fucking job done and doesn't need you coming in and like saying stuff that makes them uncomfortable. And yeah, not everyone wants to hear about the crazy night you had with your girlfriend or whatever. Like, it's gross. Nobody wants an in-depth description of someone's butthole, you know? Yeah. And I mean... Except me. DM me. I want to know. I just, you know, I I want people to also feel more comfortable about, like, setting boundaries just in general. Like, so that it doesn't have to get to the point where somebody is, like, so miserable that you know, has been so miserable for so long. Like, I hope this makes people feel more comfortable, like, speaking up about behavior that makes them feel uncomfortable, you know? Sorry about AJ. He's just really out of control right now. He was being out of control yesterday. He... People who are listening to this have not seen the videos yet, but there was, like, one part where he just, like, started, like, ripping a pillow apart. And, and then, then squeaking also, like, a toy. And then squeaking a toy and was just, like, running around. And it was just, he was out of control. It's almost like he's, a, like, a normal dog or something. No, no, that's not, that's impossible. Not, that's not it? No, that's not it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, did you know there's going to be a Harry Potter mobile game? Um, AJ. That doesn't, yeah. He's, like, really just, <laughs> he was fine all day. But as soon as I'm doing this, he's like, wait. What are you doing? And that weird, like, snort sound was AJ wanting me to look at him. Yeah. But okay. it, what was the anyway, question? There's going to be a Harry Potter mobile game coming out in a couple months. So it's, you're a student that goes, that's going to Hogwarts. It's set in the years before Harry gets there. So but it's a won't... mobile game, so it's like, eh. Right? See, I like that, though, because it's more accessible. No, uh, that's not what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about it being a mobile game. What I'm worried about is it being, like, a, a dumb, like, mobile game. Does that make sense? Oh. Like, it, like, where it's like, tap this, upgrade your building, blah, blah. Nothing against mobile games. I just, I if it was going to be a prequel Harry Potter kind of thing, I oh. hope it's, like, something a little bit more, like... One of the things that I think that you're able to do, so basically you create a character mm-hmm. that's like you, you go to Hogwarts, you're a student there, you get to battle against other students, The there you're going to see like professors that are from like the books and stuff. And this is a prequel? Um, it's not, no, it's not like a prequel, it's just set before. So you know what that means, it's set in the 90s slash 80s. Yeah. So then, nostalgia. I think it's a couple years before, because it's when, like, Tonks is there. That's still early 90s, late 80s. I I don't think... Because the first book takes place in 1996. Oh. But I thought that Tonks was only, like, a couple years older than Harry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If Tonks was there... Yeah, so if Tonks is there, it's early 90s, late 80s. Do you think it's going to matter, though? Because if you're at Hogwarts, like, Hogwarts is, like, a place without time. Yeah, but if, like, you know, before you get on, you know? Yeah. I don't know. 
Maybe like some there's, there's gonna be a few Muggleborns who are like, hey, like check out my casual style. Yeah. What I don't understand is why when people are having off time, because I remember in the, in the in the movies everyone put on their like chill Muggle clothes mm -hmm. when they were in their off time, and I was like, aren't you from the Wizarding World? Don't you have like chill wizard clothes or something? I don't know. How does well, wizard fashion work? Like, you'd think they would want to wear more capes. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think capes are that comfortable. <laughs> They're basically wearing a blanket all day. You're incorrect. Yeah, but it's too hot. Not if you are in a cold castle without central heating. I mean, I suppose if you, I mean, if maybe if you had sold it to me as like, hey, it's like wearing a Snuggie all day, I would understand. Yeah, but then Snuggie's hot. But, like, if you look at, but if you look at, like, the capes, like, it's like they're made out of wool. It just seems really itchy and uncomfortable. No, they, they, it's magic, Stacy. You don't know what it really feels like. It could be made out of, like, snorkums. Listen, Mari. Hair. I have eczema. I have different skin concerns from the rest of the magicking world. I'm you know sure what they would do? You know what they would do? They go bibbidi-boppidi skin blemish away. And it's done. It's well. It's not really a. Never mind. They would slather some dragon spit on it. <laughs> go to the nurse, and she, you know, she could like mend bones with her wand and shit. Yeah. Yeah, like Hermione, she got her teeth fixed because she was like, oh yeah, just keep shrinking them, just keep doing it, just keep going. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So that's going to be coming out, I think, in a couple months. Uh, Final Fantasy XV is getting a royal edition that's due out, I think, in March. And that's going to have, like, all the DLC and stuff. Um, after success of Breath of the Wild, uh, one of the Zelda people, Nintendo people, was talking about how future, Bre uh, future Zelda games might be incorporate, like, more open world into them. Because I think that they saw, like, how successful it was to let people, like, have more agency over their own exploration. So I, I played it's... Breath of the Wild, and I really liked how big the world was, but it was kind of empty at the same time. Mm -hmm. that, I was like, this is cool, but uh, I'm trying to get somewhere. You know? I don't know. Yeah, it just it yeah. wasn't as full as it could have been. Which I understand. It's on the Switch, and it has its limitations, but... I'm kind of over open worlds that don't have anything inside of them. Mm -hmm. Because I feel, I recently played some Skyrim and I was like, holy shit, this place is like stuffed with things to do and stuff. And that's the reason why people liked it so much. It was, you could make your own adventure, but there was things to do. And I just, I'm just done with open worlds because the majority of the time it's not stuffed with things. It's just... Keep on running. There's a wolf. Oh, mm -hmm. now there's something. And you're like, oh, God, like, just take me there. I find that, like, when there's too much in a world, like, when the world is too big, like, whether it's open or whatever, or, like, whether, whether it's an open world that's full of stuff or whether it's relatively empty, it just feels very overwhelming. Like... Even in Horizon Zero Dawn, which I really liked, it always just felt like I'm never getting to all of the things that I should be. Whereas 
I mean, and that's like partly just like how I feel as somebody that likes to complete things. Like, whereas in a game like, you know, The Last of Us or Tomb Raider, like, there's things to find, but there's also like a set path that you're going down, you know? So you, you don't really wonder, like, what's the thing that I should do next? Like, whoa. I don't know what to tell you. AJ's being a real brat right now. Here, you talk about something. I think AJ wants food. Okay. Actually, while Mari's gone, I'll do our sponsorship today. So today's podcast is sponsored by BarkBox. Get one free extra month of BarkBox if you visit getbarkbox.com slash geekremix. It's a monthly subscription box that delivers toys and treats for your dog. The boxes are themed, so there are cute little boxes like dinosaurs or, you know, the good, the bad, and the pugly. They have varieties of different treats and stuff. They have different options depending on the size of your dog, but the pricing is the same regardless of size. Um, and if you get a 6 or 12-month subscription, you get one free box. Well, so, that's why AJ was grumbling. He was like, why haven't you done the Bark Box I know. <laughs> promo yet? So if you visit getbarkbox.com slash geekremix, you can check that out. Okay, so the story that I was looking at, like, all right, I don't know if you heard about this when it happened. This was reported on, like, back in December, but I feel like it might be interesting to talk about, even though it's going to piss you off. Oh, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> um... A Marvel editor-in-chief apologized for posing as an Asian writer. Oh, I remember this. I turned it, I like just, I just closed my fucking eyes. I, yep. just, I was so mad. I'm just like, can, can you just, I understand that Japan to you is just a magical fairy world. Yeah. And that a lot of people genuinely, their only experience with Japanese culture is through anime and that can start to make you think that Japan's not real it's just where elves live but um, I just, I'm just here to let you know that Japan actually is a real place where re real people live and one more thing I know that people are like well the people in Japan think it's fine I was like okay but people in Japan a are super racist and B have a completely different experience as Japanese people than the Japanese people who live in the United States that all these movies that are made using Japanese like IPs mm -hmm. and so when people in the United States complain like hey this is whitewashing and they go well people in Japan think it's cool it's like yeah but in the United States people had to throw away their heirlooms and be sent to concentration concentration camps and then they had all their land taken away that's why it's annoying to people who live in the united states i, I don't like they were called concentration camps weren't they just called internment camps they're concentration camps oh i thought that those were like different things though no they're just two different sides doing the same shit not okay. as severely as <laughs> the nazis but it's the same thing um but, yeah, I just, that fucking, just, if you want to make goddamn manga, just 
do it. Well, and but here's the here's the thing that like in case anybody is thinking like oh well this is like a pseudonym blah 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 he didn't use it just as a pseudonym like he, he was pretending to be Japanese. Well, he actually so he went under the name uh, Akira Yoshida, and he actually gave interviews as this Yoshida, like where he talked about how he spent part of his childhood in America and learned English through superhero comics and like it's like great like it's it's going a little farther than just simply like adopting a name and like publishing books you know like this okay on top of scarlett johansson and every other fucking bullshit i don't understand why everything's one thinks it's just totally cool to whitewash asian characters like do people just think that asian just doesn't count like, it's just, oh, it's Asian, they're practically white. Like, what are you talking, like, why does this keep happening? It's like a trend that they keep adopting Japanese or even just Asian stories and they go, well, let's make everyone white because, you know, it's hard for Asian people to be as emotive as they need to. That's why we need Scarlett Johansson making that blank face that she does and then have close-ups of her butt. And you're like, yeah. okay, whatever, fuck off. Uh, yeah, so that's, like, it's just really weird. And it was also, like, it was at a time, he was working with Marvel, and it was specifically at a time when Marvel was, like, looking for, like, authentic Asian voices. <laughs> so but just, they knew he wasn't Asian. It's, like... They knew. They? Of course they knew. How but do you like, not know? Well, he was an editor. He well, worked for... No, he wasn't... I don't think he wasn't an editor at the time, was he? Then they found out later. I'm not going to give anyone. I'm too racially mad right now. Okay. Um, I don't know. I literally don't have any faith in any of the comic book industries to he have was, any also... respect whatsoever for Japanese culture or women or people of color at all. I have so, no, I have given them literally zero credit until proven otherwise because every single time I hear shit, I'm like, oh, um, they're a rapist or they're racist. And I'm just like, I'm fucking done. I can't, I don't want to yeah. talk about it. Just... He was writing comics under the pseudonym and, and then he was working as an editor under his own name. Yeah, they fucking knew. They fucking knew. Okay. I don't know what benefit that could be to, but. That's okay. You know what the benefit is? They don't, they can like just fucking have weebs. They go, oh yeah, anime? You're having an anime name? That's a cool elf name. Do you have an elf girlfriend? I mean Japanese girlfriend? You're like, they're not elves. Stop talking about Japanese people and Japanese culture and Japanese girls as if they're like elves. Like sometimes I like look at people and I listen to things they say and I'm like, you're not talking about elves. You're talking about humans. Like, a human, Japan's not a place filled with, like, Rivendale or whatever it's called from Lord of the Rings. It has humans there. <laughs> okay? Like, this isn't, like, a fantasy world. Like, fucking Logan Paul goes to Japan. He goes, like, I feel like I'm in a cartoon. I was like, no, you're not, though. You're on a real street with humans on it. He's, like, but he's, he's such a poor example of even the type of person that you're talking about, though, because, like... He's, I feel like he's just such an idiot that you're, I, I feel like if you're talking about the people who are like, 
they actually go into like dating relationships, like thinking that this other person is like, like, oh, I just, I just like Asian chicks. You and know? you're like, what? And like the one guy I dated was like, I love, you know, you know, you're Jap, you're half Japanese, so it's like that means you have like really good family values and you like know how to do. It. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I am none of those things. Like. <laughs> And even if I was, fuck you. Like, that would be because of me. Yeah. And also, like, in case anybody is wondering about, like, why it's weird to say that, like, you like Asian people is, like, it, because it's not, it's not like you're saying, like, oh, I appreciate the Japanese culture because, like, there's a lot of different types of Asian culture, you know? Like, and to lump everybody into one category is honestly kind of weird. Like, That's like me saying, like, oh, I, I watch a lot of Bollywood, so uh, you're Indian, you want to bang because you're going to run around singing? Like, that's so stupid. Like, it what the like, fuck? Or it would be, like, saying, like, oh, I just love, like, South Americans when, like, there's just, you know, like, there's, like, 20 or whatever countries in South America. Sometimes I talk to people and I can just see in their eyes that they're seeing Kagome from Inuyasha. Like, that's... <laughs> They, it just feels like, and you know what? I'm not hating on anime, even though I hate it, but I love it. Like, I love hate you don't anime. Hate anime. I, I love hate it. Sometimes I watch it and I go, like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And then I continue to watch it because I love it, even though it's the worst. But I'm just saying, like, and I'm not saying this is anime's fault, but it kind of is. But if, like, your only interaction with Japanese culture is through a fucking cartoon. And I don't care if the cartoon's for adults. It's a cartoon. Like, you're not going to... You're going to think it's some sort of magical world. Where well, everyone has fucking purple hair or some shit. It doesn't just have to be anime. It's like if your only interaction with Japanese culture is through, like, a single medium. So, like, if all you did was watch J-dramas, you know, that's... It's, it's the same thing. That's not really, like... It doesn't... It doesn't give you everything that you need to know. That's all. That's like saying, oh, I know all about American culture because I watch soap operas. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is kind of funny because, like, a lot of uh, people think we're just a bunch of, like, cowboys over here. We're not? We're not. Well, we also, like, uh, eat cheeseburgers and drive really big trucks. Excuse me, we only eat fried Twinkies in this house. Uh, no, I fry butter, so... Fry butter? Oh, God. How do people... So gross. Um, okay. Did you... I can't remember if we talked about this already, but you can no longer buy Steam games with Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> Probably because, like, by the time they exchange the Bitcoin for real money, like, who even knows what it's worth anymore? Uh, it's like... been 30 seconds. It's lost $8. Oh, no, now it's worth $3 million. Oh, no, wait... During the transaction, it changed $100, so now it's messed up. Like, yeah, I just, like, I, I feel like that because the value changes, like, so quickly, and I'm not even saying, like, oh, it's because Bitcoin's not a real thing. It's, like, the value changes so quickly. It's not stable. It makes it very hard for a company to, like, rely on it. Well, considering the fact that Bitcoin is... Bitcoin's value is mostly funded through illegal drug smuggling and child pornography. Uh, you know, the demand goes just either goes skyrocket or everyone's in jail. So, <laughs> like, it's not. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, look, they, they took down a, a CP ring, so this, you know, Bitcoin's going to drop a little. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's, uh, I get it, like, it's cool, like, it's a cool thing, and I'm sure it's going to find, like, what else is driving the Bitcoin price other than that? Can someone, I am perfectly willing to be wrong because I know that I'm not a Bitcoin uh, expert. But I would like to know what other large markets besides illegal human trafficking and drugs well, and it's shit. Kind of, it's kind of also like the stock market in that like if a lot of people are investing in it at the same time, that drives the price up. And then when people get scared and like sell all of their bit, it's like... It's I understand like that, but stock. what is the market that is driving the value? Like other than drugs and like horrible things what is the legitimate market that's holding its value like I mean, if you cut out drug trade and shit what is it that's going to make it so people so that's like a sustainable like trade because every person who's like yeah i invest in bitcoin is like oh would you like do you like buy anything like no i just hold on to it i'm like okay so who's spending the bitcoins drugs well but so not like I'm sticking up for Bitcoin or anything, but like, no, you heard it here. Stacy stood up for Bitcoin and is pros child pornography. But you could say the same thing about cash. Yeah, it's, but it's like just, cash, it's just like you use internet way to make cash. Yeah, but know? cash is like you know you use it to buy groceries, you use it to buy gas, you use it, you use it. But so I'm wondering, like when you is like it. I mean, not a lot of places use it yet, but it's it's like in the early days of credit cards. Mm. Like in the early days of credit cards, people would be like, what the fuck am I going to use this for? Like, why wouldn't I just keep all my cash in my mattress? Every place takes cash and not every place took credit cards. Mm. So I would I would imagine that the argument was the same. Could the credit, they're using credit cards to and, traffic and, people? And, but when they first invented credit cards, you couldn't even use them like online shopping. Like you had to like actually you know, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a matter of like, is this a, is this a currency that catches on? It's like PayPal. Like PayPal can be used to do all sorts of illegal crap, but a lot of places take PayPal, so it's not like a big deal. If that makes sense. Like people can use it for other things because it's widely accepted. So if Bitcoin was widely accepted, then you wouldn't hear all of this like nonsense about the illegal stuff i don't have any bitcoins i don't even know why i'm like sticking up for this but like i feel like people apply these arguments to it that it's like yeah but most of the arguments against it are just because it's new and really extremely volatile it's not that i don't my argument isn't because it's new and volatile my argument is saying most of it is used to, to buy drugs that's like the thing that gives it value that's no. like that's the the true. That's the true true. Yeah, but a lot of cash is used to buy drugs. We don't get rid of cash. Yeah, but sometimes people want to buy drugs on the internet, CC. It's the new world. It's the new thing. But, like, you could use, I mean, I guess I just, so your point is that if you can buy drugs with it, it shouldn't exist? No, that's not what I'm saying. I didn't even argue that it shouldn't exist. Those words never came out. I was saying, hey, what are the other markets, people out there who know more than me, that are holding the Bitcoin's value? Like, other than drug trade most and, like, see, okay, CP, like, what are the markets? Like stock, because most, a lot of the people that are investing in it right now, like, the people that have, 
Okay, so there's people that are like using Bitcoin who might use it to buy drugs. But then there's the big market on Bitcoin is people who are speculating on it. So people that are trying to buy low, sell high. That's what makes it so volatile is that people will buy like Bitcoins when it's like under 10,000, wait till the price soars, and then they sell all of it. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm wondering what is the market that people are spending the Bitcoin on that's big enough to support the value of it? They don't spend the Bitcoin, they sell them and they make money. I understand that, but in order for Bitcoin to be useful, who, what are they spending it on? AJ, can you calm down on that pillow? But, but, but you don't have to spend it on anything. You can just sell it and make money. Are we just, yeah, but it needs to have a use for it to have value. So like, you know how when people buy like gold coins and they like wait for the value to go up and the reason the the value goes up is because. Okay. So when a lot of people, when there's high demand for something, when a lot of people buy something that drives the value up. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that when a lot of people buy the Bitcoin, it drives the value up. But let's like, for example, now I'm not an expert on Bitcoins, but let's say we're talking I about feel like gold you're coins. Asking, like why people would purchase stock? No, I. What this is. No, because stock you get you get money back every quarter from. That's why people buy stocks because you get no, money no, if you no, hold no. on to them. Well, okay, that's like a that's like if you're in for long term investment. If you're a short term investor, you are literally just buying it so that you can sell it and make money. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, with stocks, there is that substantial value of doing long term investment. It gives you money. So I'm wondering what market like you know how gold is used to make electronics and jewelry, and that value goes up and down depending on the what's going on. And I'm wondering. What is the market that Bitcoin is being used for that's like driving the value beyond investors? It's literally just, it's, it's not a long term, okay, it's not a long term investment. It's literally short term trades designed purely to make money. I understand. So the whole thing is propped up literally just by people trying to make money with it. You know what I mean? It's not propped up by an actual value. That's why some people don't believe that it could work. Do you know what I mean? I just like, feel like there might be something that I'm not understanding. Like maybe there is like a large marketplace where this is being used for other than like, you know, illegal stuff. And I just don't know about it. And that's the question like, I was asking for people who are listening. Buying and selling bitcoins is not illegal. That's like... I, that, I meant outside of just trading bitcoins. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of places on the internet where you can use it, but it's mostly, I think, I think the problem is like, not problem, but like one of, one of the issues, I guess, is that it hasn't made the transfer like a credit card to something that you can use like in the real world. So like, I wouldn't be able to like go to the gap or to Seven Eleven and like spend bitcoins, you know? So that's why it's been limited. Mm. <clears throat> I just feel dumb because there was a time when I could have farmed bitcoins on my computer and I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand this. And then I didn't do it. It requires a lot of processing power. Now it does, but back when it was first being done, I uh, did have enough power to be able to like farm a bitcoin at a reasonable rate and it would have been fine. But now 
that I mean, if it if it makes you feel any better, you probably would have already sold it at this point. No, here's the thing. I probably would have forgotten about it and then <laughs> remembered and been like, "Holy shit." But then I would have sold it like 2 years ago when they were like worth 60 bucks and I'd be like, "Whoa." <laughs> well, that's, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like, you know, even if even if you're sitting there being like, oh, I wish I had gotten in on Bitcoin when it was like really cheap. It's like, yeah, but if you had, there's been so many ups and downs. I remember when Bitcoins hit $600 and people were cashing out like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I also remember everyone making fun of this guy who bought like a whole bunch of Bitcoins when they were like $10 each or something, like something crazy cheap. And he got his life savings in like $30,000 and he invested all of it. And I was like, this guy's a fucking hundred millionaire now. Yeah. <laughs> he like, everyone was making fun of him. And then, but now he's just like laying back like, oh, yeah. you guys. <laughs> well, and that's like, so, I mean, we were talking about it like it's a stock and, but, and you were saying that there's no like long-term investment, but for some people, there was. I didn't say know? there wasn't a long-term investment. My question was, what's the market that's like not illegal that's driving the value for yeah. the traders? That was my question. Yeah, I feel like the market is just like money, you know. Mm. Like some some people trade in in stocks because they want to have like ownership of a company and get dividends. Other people, it's literally just about making trades. Cons keeping making trades so that they make money but here's the thing for the stock market without the dividends and the value of it where people hold on to it and get the dividends the stocks don't have value to trade so that's like my question like i un i know that i don't understand bitcoins and i'm asking anybody out there who's like a bitcoin expert like what is the market behind the trade like that's giving the value to the traders for trading i don't really understand your question I'm hoping that maybe someone who's a Bitcoin, Bitcoiner, as I one would like, say. I guess, I don't understand, like, what market would you need besides you could make money? Well, right now, it just seems like it's, like, trading Pokemon cards. Yeah. Okay. Well, if there is a market behind the, like, as if it was a stock market where you get dividends, or if it's... Something but like, like that. But another thing is that, like, you know not all stocks pay dividends. And most okay. stocks don't pay dividends unless you have them for a certain period of time. Anyway. So, like, like, a stock only pays dividends if the company is making money. Whereas, like, if you are just buying, buying and selling to make money, it's just a matter of, like, what price you're buying and selling at, you know? So, like, dividends is, like, one small part of it and, like, hoping that your investment increases. But, like, for a lot of people, the game isn't really about the dividends. It's about um, – because, like, dividends that – Yeah, but inherently, inherently the stocks do have value because they are a portion of a company. Yeah. That's what drives their value. So I'm, I'm wondering – what is well, it that's driving but, Bitcoin's value other but than... But here's the thing, is like, yeah, so you own a part of a company, but like, what do you actually get for that? I think we're just getting way too meta. Because yeah. what you get from the stock holding is power over the company. But, but if you're like a small-time stockholder, you don't really have any power. Okay, well... You know?
Like if you like if you're a normal person who has like you know a couple hundred shares or whatever, you own such a small portion of the company that your ownership is basically worthless. Well, even though even though if you sell that ownership, you can make substantially more money. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, so I'm hoping that whoever's out there who heard my question can understand it and <laughs> answer it. So if you guys have that. Let me know at Geek Remix on Twitter or Geek Remix on Tumblr. One of those places. You those are the two, only two places. Floodgates. <laughs> I want to know. Don't don't be somebody who doesn't know the answer and then sends me weird shit. Don't do that. I want Dude, a I Bitcoin. I want somebody who is at least a thousand dollars deep in bitcoins to tell me the answer. Do okay. Know I, do you know what drives me crazy? It drives me crazy when like somebody will like. This I guess this specifically happens on Tumblr, but somebody will send you an anonymous message and like you'll be like, hey, like I don't really understand like what you mean by this. Could you explain? And then other people will chime in and they'll be like, oh, I think that they meant this. And I'm like, no, I don't want to know what you thought. I want the original person to tell me what they meant. Or, you know, I get it when people send me messages anonymously and I go, oh, I don't know, but maybe someone else will know. Don't send me the message. Yeah. Respond to the post. Don't send it to me. Send it, just click on the bottom of the post and then just go like blah, 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 blah. Well, because it's like my, that's like, it's like treating your inbox as like a chat room. I'm like, I understand. I, I understand. I understand. I understand the mistake, like, I can see myself making that same error, but I'm just letting you guys know, you, you don't respond, you don't go to my inbox, you respond to the post, that's how it works, <laughs> I'm not mad, don't, no need to be embarrassed, but please, like, respond to the post. Um, in, in happier news, I guess, have you heard, so, um, I don't know. I just thought I would like recommend this because I was listening to it a lot at the end of this last year and beginning of this year. Uh, so Level 8, the new album by Miracle of Sound, is out, and it's really good. Awesome. It's, it's probably like my favorite album that he's done. It's just like every song is just like really, really good. I'm not a real fan of Podquisition because I've never listened to Gavin's stuff other than Commander Shepard because I'm wow. a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, I bought it with money, so fuck you. I gave him money. <laughs> I like that song, though, even though he's kind of like, uh. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. In other weird news, uh, a man pranks the police by crafting a DeLorean made out of snow, and then the cops tried to, like, pull it over. Because, <laughs> so he made, like, you know what the DeLorean Oh, yeah, is, did, right? I thought they were trying to give it a parking ticket. Yeah, so, well, so they were trying to give it a parking ticket because it's, like, in the middle of the road, this, like, gigantic yeah. snow car, and uh, then Did they you realized... know that um, once they start writing the ticket, they have to complete it? So that cop had to, like, <laughs> go through so they... much shit. I mean, they didn't actually give him a ticket, though, so... No, if they started to write it, that means they have to go through a bunch of paperwork to be like, oh, sorry, it was a car made of snow. Just kidding, it was a car of snow. And then we're explaining that at the precinct where someone's like, how'd you get tricked by snow, you moron? 
um, in, I think this was in Greece or Italy, protesters tore down, I think it was Greece, protesters tore down a statue of an angel because they said it looked satanic. Okay, whatever. I don't, what? I don't uh, understand religion. It's really funny. Everyone just um, be witches. At least, like, that would make sense. It's like, I know I should... Okay, so this was in Athens, Greece. It's like, so, I kind of... It's weird, because, like, on the one hand, like, I kind of get that it's, like, not a, a uh, typical, like, what you would think of as, like, an angel statue. Um, because it's basically this, like, winged creature up on top of this gigantic, like, pole. But the creature is red, so, I don't know, I guess they don't like that, and they would rather it to be white? I don't know. Angel like... statue yanked down angel sculpture in Athens, mm -hmm. saying it looks like... Well, to be fair, that does look like Satan. That's what I said! <laughs> I was like, okay, so to be fair, it doesn't look like a typical angel statue. That looks pretty satanic. That looks... I would be scared. If I was, like, a religious person who thought, like you know the devil was real or something i'd be like oh look like the illuminati or whatever put the de put you know the devil in my park you so know they've done a series of protests on this including throwing white paint at it spitting at it and attempting to exercise it with a greek priest sprinkling holy water on it okay <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll be right back. I need water really badly. Okay. Continue telling them ridiculous things. Um, okay. Well, I'll save the other ridiculous thing for when Mari gets back, but I will give you all a book trilogy that I read over the Christmas holiday. Um, I read the Delirium Trilogy by Lauren Oliver. So it's a young, it's a YA trilogy where... Uh, humanity has decided that love is a disease and they've created like a cure for it but it like takes away a lot of your joy and emotions what are we talking about I just walked back and you said it takes away your joys and emotions and I was like joy and emotions I'm telling them about the book series that I read over the holidays oh okay so uh, it's where it's this YA like dystopian future where they uh, humanity decides that love is a disease and so they create a cure for it but it like takes away like your ability to feel like happy emotions obviously um, and so people obviously some people like rebel against that and they escape and there's like a whole rebellion thing and it's pretty good so it's like the um, movie Equilibrium I have not watched that <laughs> Let me just tell you, they have Gunkata in it. And do you know what that is? What? Gunkata? I'm going to show you. What are you talking about? Equilibrium is... Oh, oh, this is where all forms of feelings are illegal. Yeah, in, in Equilibrium, they also have to take medicine that gets rid of their emotions completely. And... They have mastered a new type of fighting called gun kata, in which it's like martial arts but guns. Ah. And they're constantly doing like complex like math in their head, mm -hmm. and it stars what's his name, Christian Bale, 
and it's yeah. crazy. But like, so it's like that movie. And Tay Diggs. Who's Tay Diggs? Who's Tay Diggs? I don't uh, remember everyone's name in the world. Uh, what else has he been in? Wasn't he in? Maybe he was in the Fast and the Furious. I feel you would recognize him if you saw him. Just look him up. Uh. Oh my God. I've <laughs> just found some like Edge Lords like weird image of what they of Gunkata moves. What? <laughs> Could a martial art like Gunkata work in real life? Like someone's like, yeah, definitely. Anyways, <laughs> if you wanted to read the Delirium trilogy for yourself, um, this was actually one of the books on. So sometimes when I read like YA novels on like listen to them on audible it's like you got to be careful about the narrator because sometimes it's like they sound a little bit too like i don't know teen girl you know i don't mean that to sound like teen girls all sound bad you heard like, it here first stacy hates women <sighs> but like i thought the narrator for this was really good like she sounds she sounds like young but like in like an earnest kind of way not like in a annoying way so if you want to check that out, you can use our Audible trial link. It's audibletrial.com slash geekremix. Um, if you wanted to look at any of the other books that I've been reading, you can check me out on Goodreads. That's goodreads.com slash geekremix a lot. There was one other story that I wanted to talk about in weird news, but I wanted to wait until you got back. What? Um, this couple... Uh, uh, did a maternity photo shoot. No. Pretending that it's not it's not even maternity. It's, it's already birth, bad. It's a birth photo shoot pretending Ugh. she's giving birth to their cat. Oh, that's funny. It's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious because the photos are all like really like like black and white and like they're showing like the guy like catching it as she's like giving birth to it. It's really funny. I highly suggest going and looking it up if you want a good laugh. Um, and then it shows them, like, swaddling it and holding it, and, like, it's great. Um, so for questions this week, uh, let's see, we already talked about the Quantic Dream thing. Um, did you have any advice for a college student who's studying for their exams? Um, uh just do it man don't leave it till the last minute like yeah. yeah like if anything as long as you're doing your classwork and like taking notes during class pretty much you got yourself covered but instead of like cramming on the last day just study for an hour each day and it doesn't even have to be hardcore studying you could just turn on a video that you don't really want to pay attention to and just like skim through it and then yeah. like doing whatever just so that like it's solidified in your brain and then the the night before the test you can like start your cram session to be like oh I I kinda like know stuff already mm -hmm. and just go over your notes and everything and it won't be as bad Yeah. or here's the thing and I know this is gonna sound horrible join a study group what? Yeah, with other people in it. Yeah. 
Because, I, I A, you'll make friends, which is, I know. So, <laughs> um, one interesting tip that, like, I read about and I find is true, like, for me, is that, so, I know that a lot of people, like, take notes, like, on their computer, but I actually read that if you write things out by hand that you want to remember, like, even if it's just, like, you took the notes first on your computer and then you write, like, a summary of, like, the things that you want to remember by forcing yourself to write it another time. Oh, do not study while drunk or high because then, like... Can you just let me finish? Sorry, my bad. Um, by forcing yourself to, like, write it out a second time and actually, like, have your hand go through the motions of it, it, like helps your brain like imprint the information so because it's kind of like you're like you're summarizing it to yourself yeah you know? ooh, ooh, ooh. one thing that I learned from my tutor in high school was when you have a lot of reading to do the best way to absorb the information is go through it once by reading the first and last sentence of every paragraph mm -hmm. by going through it quickly because if you read the first and last sentence, you get the gist. And then, like, that shouldn't take very long. And then you can read it again. But if you're in a hurry, and this doesn't work for, like, English class because they're actually telling a story. But, like, if you're reading a textbook for, like, psychology, just read the first and last sentence of each paragraph. Like, this is only for when you're in a hurry because you're not going to get the good stuff. This is just, like, I'm in a hurry... And this is not for studying, like, just to get my assignment done. Yeah. But, like, I feel like that's good for giving yourself, like, an overview of the information. It really sucks, though, when, like, your professor decides to put questions on the exam that are taken from the middle of the paragraphs. No, 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 no. This is, this is, like, but then step two is reading through it completely and then taking post-it notes and writing down anything that you think might be important and putting it on the page next to that. Mm -hmm. So that, like, there's, like, several different steps going on to solidify the thing. And once you've done all that, you've pretty much learned it. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing I got from my tutor in high school. And I was like, oh, my God, I've actually learned everything. I never have to do this ever again. And then if you do, when it's time for studying, you just got to read the post-it notes that you put to refresh your memory. Yeah. When I used to take notes, like, by hand, like, one of the things that I would do is, like, if I was writing about like a concept, I would put a page number. So that way, like if I was reading the notes again later, cause like I'm not gonna read the whole like textbook again, but like if you're reading the notes again and then there's a thing and you're like, oh, like I have a, like, where was that again? Like you can find it immediately. So um, any good or bad movies you've seen lately or ones that you're looking forward to? Um, hmm. Oh, I want to see Black Panther because that looks Fuck, really yeah. like cool. Yeah. You know, it looks like they're probably gonna try and make that good, and if it's not good, like everyone's gonna revolt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. everyone's gonna lose their fucking minds. But uh, it looks pretty cool. It looks like they're trying to be like, you know, respectful and like prideful. There's a new show call out called Black Lightning. Yep. And that I really want to see. And I don't know if it's like a spiritual successor to that WB cartoon from like 
a long time ago where it was basically the same person but young and he had lightning powers and he was young and black and lived in the city so I was wondering was like is this just like an older version of this kid because they also showed Gambit who was also old so I was like maybe this is like old people like old people superheroes yeah so in turn uh, in regards to Black Panther, they did a um, interview with Chadwick Boseman, who's who plays like the main character, and they were asking him about like how did you decide on like the accent that you were gonna choose for this character, who's like an African king, but like not of a real country, you know? Uh huh. Um, and like so, like what is he gonna talk like? Is he gonna have kind of like a French accent or kind of like a British accent? And he no, what? Why would it be French or British? That's, no, never mind. Well, well because. I know that they were colonized by those two things, but if you're gonna have a superhero well, being. Well, yeah, but if you'd let me fucking finish, Mari, jeez. I'm mad at the question, not at you. No, they, I mean, they didn't ask it that way. They asked him like, how did you decide what accent you were gonna do? Because it's like, there's a lot of choices because it's a really big continent, basically. And so, anyways, but what he talked about is that he specifically didn't want to do, like, a British accent or, like, a French accent or anything because this this nation, like, is had, like wasn't colonized by white people. And also because, you know, a lot of, even though a lot of, like, people will learn their English from, like, British teachers, he didn't want to... Like, he didn't want to, like, bring that into this character, you know? Like, because it brings in a whole lot of, like, colonization history. Yeah, you just don't want to bring it up. Just don't think about it. Like, this is this is a fun time. This is fun time time. Yeah. Not, like, um, this isn't a documentary about Shaka Zulu. This is fun time. By the way, yeah. you guys should learn about Shaka Zulu. Like, look that up. I'm sure that, oh, there's also a series about Shaka Zulu in case, like, you are a person who wants to have some pride in your ancestors and you're black in America or something, you know? Yeah. Um, also looking forward to the Tomb Raider movie. Um, and then there's, I feel like there's a bunch of stuff coming out this year that, like, I haven't even been able to keep track of it all. So. Oh, I feel like, in my opinion, there's just too many. Okay, I shouldn't say this. I don't think there's too many superhero movies. I think that they all keep making it into, like, this high-end TV show that I can't keep up with. So, the Avengers movie's coming out. Not the Avengers. Oh. The Justice League movie's coming out. And I'm like, okay, well, these are all the movies I need to watch in order to be able to watch the Justice League movie. Black Panther. Justice Wonder League already came out. Fuck! Now what? I don't even... I can't... I can't keep you, up with this. Are you talking about Marvel Infinity War? <clears throat> Maybe. I don't know anymore. Because I can't keep up with the TV which show movies. Which characters are you talking about? I don't even know, Stacey. I don't even know are anymore. Are you talking about Wonder Woman and Aquaman and Batman? Because that came out months ago. Or are you talking about, like, Thor and Iron Man and... I feel uh, like you're just proving my point. <laughs> because I feel They're, like... It's, but it's Marvel versus DC. They're, like, completely different I, I, I know that. But what I'm saying is that I feel like I'm behind on these movies. Mm. And then there's, the new movies are coming out. And I just... I feel like I'm so behind. 
and I can't keep up because there's just too many for me to. I don't think that there were as many on the DC side. I think you're probably talking about Marvel, because you're talking about like Spider Man and Iron Man and Thor and like the Hulk and like oh my God, there's you know, and they're all somehow related and there's like literally 20 movies that like somehow all of them. And then you got to watch the TV shows and then you got to read the supplemental books and I'm just like. Wait, do they have TV shows? Yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, Agent Carter and stuff. Like, they all mix into each other as well. Oh, I didn't think those were related to, like, Marvel's Avengers, though. They are. I remember that there was a plot point in S.H.I.E.L.D. that, like, happened at the same time the movie came out. And people were mad because, like, the two storylines intertwined in this way that, like, gave away something for the movie. Oh. And I was just, it's just, I can't keep up. And I, and I appreciate what they're doing. I get it. Like, they want to make a universe in which things matter outside of the context of the movie. But sometimes I feel like I'm watching these movies and, like, I didn't actually see a movie, but I saw, like, a really long episode of a TV show. Yeah. And sometimes been, I feel... 17 movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I feel sometimes frustrated because I feel like I saw a bunch of really cool things, but I didn't feel like I watched it of a closed story. I feel like I watched a small part of a larger story, which is cool. It just, I would like to have more, I wouldn't mind being like, and now we finish this problem, and then they go like, but now there's this other problem. Sometimes I feel like they're like, we small, we finish this one smaller problem to a much bigger problem, which is cool. It's just, it's a lot to expect from, from me to see so many mo movies. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. to really like, like under track of like what's happening in everyone's storyline. Yeah. yeah. It's, and then it's kind of like when I watched the defenders on Netflix where I was like, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Hey, Iron Fist. Okay. Well, bye. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and that's only a group of four people. I know, and they had, like, pretty reasonable TV shows to keep up with, but I just didn't care about that. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I appreciate it, and I understand the value of it. It's just, for me, it's too much. Yeah, I think... So I remember when I, it's like, I remember at certain points in Marvel movies, like you're watching it and like something happens and you're like, oh, that's like a plot point in like this other movie that's not this character's movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so I just want to, ever, I put this on screen so people can see it. The Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline and... I don't even know what I'm looking at because there's so many lines be between the movies. I, let me, like, send this to you so you can see it as well. I'm putting in our Skype combo. And I can't... It's, yeah. I can't... I'm, so, I'm overwhelmed by just looking at the chart because... There's thick lines, and then there's skinny lines, and then there's dotted lines. Okay, so yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2 is loosely connected to Inhuman movies, which is connected to 
Captain America the first, the season two, just season two is connected to one, two, three, four, five different movies of Agents of Shield, and then I it's just a lot. I feel like well, see, I feel like this would be a lot easier if um if this I, I feel like this chart covers a lot. I it's you know? co- yeah. But here, one of the things I liked about Doctor Strange is that I didn't feel like I was watching something that was, like, just a small snippet of a bigger story. Yeah. Which is something I'm looking for in a movie in which I'm watching an entire movie. And then at the end, you know, they go like, oh, that eye thing, it's one of the Infinity Stones. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So that's, like, whatever. But I still watched a whole movie. Does that yeah, make sense? I feel like I feel like whatever whatever movie the Infinity Stones were introduced in, I either completely forgot or didn't watch it. Well, in the movie where it isn't, I think it's uh, Captain America where the first one is introduced, the cube. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an Infinity Stone, and Wait, then I thought the the cube was in Thor. No, it's probably the same cube. Oh. Wait. How does that work? I don't know. Like, we're not going to get into this. This is a disaster. And everybody's going to be listening to to this being like, oh my god, these dumb, fake geek girls. I've watched, and there wasn't 17. There's 17 and a half. Like, (laughs) yeah. Didn't you read the extra bonus comic that came with the Blu ray collector's edition of Thor 3? You dumb idiots. That was a really good movie, though. I haven't seen it yet. It was good. It's just it's too my, much. It was by far my favorite out of all the Thor movies. The other ones are stupid in comparison. Um, I just like that you know his girlfriend's an astrophysicist. For some reason, I'm like, yeah. I hated her. I I like the idea. Of oh, her. I like the 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 idea of her, but like I hate her presence in the movies. Like. I liked her in the first movie, but I haven't seen the second or third one, so. Yeah, she just, I don't know, she just seems like. She doesn't want to be there. You know what? It's because she seems just, like, thrown in there as a love interest. Like, they, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, we're just going to put a love interest in here. And then, like, did you see the second movie? No, because I heard it was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, it is not good. Um, I feel like, and I just, I felt, I never felt like they really had that much chemistry together. It just seemed like they were just putting a romance in there, like, just for the kicks of it, you know? Rather than, like, writing a good story with, with, like, a good romance, like, a good believable romance, you know? Well, I want to know, the only thing in Star Wars that I want to know is who's going to be with who. In what? In Star Wars. I'm just being, just joking oh. around. Because they don't have, like, a, a romance unfolding yet. And I'm like, you know what? Somebody's got a kiss. Poe and Finn. Finn and, and Ray, Ray and somebody. Finn and Rose kiss. Did they? Yeah. I thought he, like, kissed her on the forehead or something. I thought, didn't they? Did they not kiss on the lips? Wait, maybe I shouldn't say anything because this is, like, spoiler territory. I don't remember that happening. Um, 
It's at the part. I can't. I can't say anything. I can't. We'll talk about it afterwards. I'm sorry if I spoiled anything for anybody. Whatever. Um. Anyways, was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we sign off? Um. Nope. Did any questions come in on Twitter? Um. Uh, that they, those were the ones about college and good or bad movies. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way. As somebody who had trouble in college making any friends whatsoever and didn't make any friends, looking back, I realize now, I should have joined, like, an anime club or something. Like, yeah. if you think you're a huge dork who doesn't deserve friends... Just join a dork club. Yeah, just do join a dork club where everybody's a dork. Like, yeah. problem solved. Like, if you're, like, sitting there alone in your college dorm right now, I guarantee you someone's doing it. First of all, you're not alone. Stacy and I were there, too. Um... Second, I mean, I've had tons of friends, but whatever. No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I didn't have any friends, so whatever. Do you, do you still have any friends? I have one friend named you. <laughs> but one thing is, if you're sitting there being like, I don't know how to make friends, like, I feel like it's too late, like, it's, I don't know, it's my second year, third year, fourth year, whatever. Well, you know, it's not too late. Join no, the anime just, club just or join, just like just. That you will be alone forever. <laughs> no, and, don't. No, I'm kidding. But like, I'm just saying, like, if you think you're a completely fucking like weird person who like doesn't know how to make friends, I guarantee you, there's going to be someone weirder than you, at I don't know the My Little Pony Club. Okay. Just join a bunch of weirdos and be weird together and realize, hey, I'm, maybe I'm not actually just weird. I'm just different and, than other people. Well, you know what? It's not even that, like, you're weird. It's really just that you haven't, like, found your group. You know? Yeah. Like, because it's, like, anime – well, we'll just use anime as an example. Like, tons of people watch anime. I know that people use it as an example of, like, oh, like, those are, like, the dorks being dorky together. And it's, like, yeah, except that, like, a lot of people watch that. Like, but just to be clear, if you're watching anime, you should be ashamed. Well, and it's, like, you know, like, superhero movies, Star Wars, like, tons of people watch those. That's not just, like, quote-unquote, just for nerds, you know? Just, everybody watches anime. But, you know, we're all ashamed. It's something you should do in private. It's kind of like watching pornography. Like, we yes. all do it, but, you know, don't do it in public. Mm -hmm. Like, don't wear... I'm just kidding. It's okay to be proud of anime, I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh, do you have any Geek Remix life tips? Well, I guess that was my life tip. Be ashamed of your anime consumption? I feel like... Okay. You know how Japanese people... Okay, hold on. Be ashamed of your anime consumption. Japanese people are not elves. Yeah. Um, oh, but, like, you know how, okay. There's, you know how people can be, like, I watch anime, and then you can be one of those people who's, like, I'm deeply into anime. Yeah. Don't do that. If you feel like you're deeply into anime, no. Or at least be properly ashamed of yourself. My life tip is that if you are a Bitcoin expert, you should send Mari everything you know about Bitcoin. No, just answer my one question. No, just explain everything. Mari doesn't, Mari does just, she doesn't get it. She I don't get, get it. She wants to know everything there is to know about Bitcoin from you, dear listener. 
So just inundate her social media, send her emails, you know. Great. I'm so excited. Just fill the comments underneath this video with everything that we need to know about Bitcoin. Awesome. I'm really into this. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait um, for this. <laughs> all right. So to wrap things up, this podcast is, uh, as always, thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, throw us a dollar or whatever. Oh, sorry. I, I came up. You always do this when I'm like in the middle of a sponsorship. I will try to, I will work on that and trying to be more mindful of that. I'm sorry. Okay. But this is important. All right. Don't send nudes to anyone until you're at least 21. Because then you have a better understanding of who you're sending the nudes to. I just feel like that's a good one. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, you don't want to well, like. You're talking about like serious life tips. I I view that as a purely satirical section. Oh, you thought? Oh, you're you're like that's good. That's good advice, Mari. Don't. Yeah. No new. Don't send anyone you know nudes. That, you know that the Geek Remix life tip section is a joke, right? Oh. So like. But for so serious, I'm... don't take pictures of any of your nudie bits until you're 21. I know it's tempting when you're 18 and your bod's tight, but don't do it, okay? Only in person can people see your tight bod, okay? (laughs) Okay. And, you know, if anybody asks for a picture of your pussy, just send them a picture of a literal cat. No, but like a really, like, fat one. A really fat cat wearing underwear. Yeah. Oh, wait, send them a picture of one of those, like, hairless cats. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Just send that. Yeah, that's good. Um, okay. Or a picture of that lady giving birth to her cat. Yes, that's good. Those, you should, I'm, I'm telling you guys, if you have not seen those pictures, you should go look them up. They're great. Um, okay, so, as I was saying... This podcast is thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to support us there, you can go to patreon.com slash geekremix. That is how we support ourselves. Um, We're slowly working our way towards the game roast videos, and we're actually over 75% of the way there now, so that's pretty cool. Um, For those of you that don't already know, we are working with Tad again, so if you want to send us your Tads through the app, that's cool. I know the app doesn't work for everybody, so if not, don't worry about it. Uh, If you want to keep in touch with me, in the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, or Instagram at GeekRemixAlot. And Mari? Uh, You can find me at GeekRemix on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. I don't check my DMs on Instagram because I'm scared. Like, someone's going to send me, like, an underage boob or something. I just don't want to. I would just close them. Well, I don't, oh, I don't know how to do that either, but, like, I heard, like, a, like, it's, never mind, I don't want to say anything, just, somebody yeah. I know was getting, like, pictures, and this is, they didn't want them, they actively didn't want them, on Instagram, where, like, young women, and this is sexual harassment to any women out here, uh, Saying, like, when they say they don't want news, I want them, though. But only if you're over 23. But um, they didn't want them, and they were getting, like, news from 
people they, they didn't understand like how old they were and so they would see and like not respond and like block them Yikes. and then they yeah. would get messages being like i know you saw them tell me what you think blah 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 it's like uh, yeah harassment. these are these are from young ladies and young ladies out there like if you have somebody that you are attracted to and you consider to be like i don't know famous don't do that because that's really like just as bad as those creeps who send like unsolicited dick pics. Unsolicited dick pics. Yeah. For me, like I say like it's fine. I'm not gonna initiate anything and I just go, Thank you for sharing your beautiful body with me and then I delete it. But there's people who don't wanna see it at all and so I think, you know, don't do yeah. that. Well and it's like sending it sending it like unsolicited oops, sorry. Sending it unsolicited is never the right course of action. Yeah. I so. mean, there's plenty of, like, YouTubers who accept them openly. Like, Pro Jared, he's okay with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with it. As long as you're over 23, because I'm 28, I don't want to see, you know, like, 19-year-olds. It feels weird. Yeah, it's um, weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't want to, like... <laughs> yeah. I don't want to... It's weird. It just feels weird. Um... Just basically make sure the person you're sending your beautiful body to, A, wants to see it, and B, you're at least 21. Yeah. Those are the rules. The rules. <laughs> All right. I think that'll about do it for today. Okay. The end. Right. Thanks, everyone. Bye.